I've got this one about two balls out to the right. I'm telling you, man, it's a speed bump. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Faded Golf Podcast. Uh, my name is Mark Juline. This is our introductory episode. I am sitting here with my good buddy, John Falkenberg. John, how are you today? Pretty good. How are you? Awesome. Um, you know, this is really kind of one of those things, John, that I don't, you know, I guess it's probably being, you know, the dipshits at the golf club, you know, that get to know each other and where we go, hey, let's sit around and record the crap that we talk about, um, you know, off the record and maybe put it on the record and see if anybody's interested. And, and normally I would disagree, but not in this moment. In this moment, we're going to see what happens. So I appreciate you um, playing along with me. You know, I've been doing, I, I'm, we're both in real estate. It's kind of one of those things that kind of brought us together uh, in, in, as far as like having a common bond. And uh, believe it or not, I've been doing a podcast for, oh, probably about a half a year or so as it relates well, to stuff I that we, I do. I think but, maybe you should just start off how we actually met. <laughs> Um, you know, that's actually, there's an interesting story there. And so here, here's the goal. Let me, let me, before we get into that, um, one thing, because we're just a bunch of idiots that talk about golf, uh, we want to actually have kind of an agenda behind this, but the goal with this kind of preview episode is just to introduce you to John and I, our goal is to talk a little bit about how, you know, just, Hey, your buddies at the club, you know, what are the things that you, that you talk about? What are things that come up that relate to the game? Not necessarily professionally, but even as an amateur, uh, as it relates to the, the equipment that amateurs can see versus the guys that can see maybe that go into the, the trailers, you know, at, the, at, uh, at tournaments and stuff like that. But, you know, what's, what's the commoner's golf? And then one of the key things that we think is, is really important on, on what bonds John and I together is we're going to talk about beverages at the end of every episode. That, that's going to be a critical piece that we discuss at the end of every episode as we talk key about beverages. Point. Very key point. So, um, but uh, no, as far as how John and I met, you know, we, we both uh, happened to um, move to a new neighborhood with a brand new Pete Dye golf course. And uh, we're founding members of a, this golf club in Indiana. And we are... Uh, you know, really excited to help see this club grow and be a part of the, uh, you know, original membership of the club. And we both have flags signed by Pete and Alice. That's right. We do. Pete and Alice uh, have signed some memorabilia for us. So pretty exciting stuff there. And uh, what's been kind of fun as, as we got introduced was through another, you know, common, I guess, member that we had kind of met. And uh, lo and behold, we found out that we're both... Um, mediocre to like fairly decent golfers that know that if we were to try to practice any more than we already do, um, like either our wives would leave us or we'd probably like, our, Not like making money. we wouldn't make any money, our job, you know, we probably wouldn't have jobs because, you know, so we, we live with our kind of mediocre three handicaps that uh, essentially but, what we are. And I, I don't know if we're ever, are we ever going to get better but, but, than three? But, but, like look, a, a three to four handicap to me, it's that's a that's a good handicap. I mean, that's, All right, that's, yeah, mediocre. You're right, mediocre is not. But but you want to always get better. Everybody always wants to get better. For sure. But we both know there's not a, to take that next step. There's not a lot of room there. Well, it's not like we going go, from a sixteen to well, a ten. We have to go out to the range. We have to go to the actually not the range. We have to go to the putting and chipping area. Yeah. For an hour every day. Hour and a half. I don't have that. You don't have that. No. So. 
So instead, we're going to spend, well, at least we don't have an hour and a half in daytime. So we're going to spend an hour and a half in the evenings, hopefully once a week, <laughs> talking about golf and wishing our handicaps were better. Plus, it's way more fun. And it's probably more fun anyway, because again, we're going to sum up these things with beverages. So, the, John. The first, the first thing I remember, like, like how we kind of came to get. Well, look, if you want to talk about how you got into golf first, why don't you do that, Mark? Why don't you do that? All right. Talk about how you got into golf first. Well, yeah, just to give a little, I think we got to, what I'd like to do for anybody who is listening is just give a little backstory, you know, like what, okay, what got me to being a three handicap that meets John at the club, right? And uh, I've been playing since I was about five years old. I was, I didn't I, even play this, right? yeah, b- born and raised in Indiana. Um, my, uh, my parents were members at South Bend Country Club up near uh, Notre Dame and, you know, South Bend, Indiana. Nice. And uh, we lived there at least uh, until I was about nine, and then we moved down here to um, uh, the Indianapolis area, and we ended up um, moving in like two doors down from like a local public golf course called Brookshire Golf Course. And I basically grew up they, with just chipping and putting around there. I ended up working there in maintenance, um, ended up making the golf team for Carmel High School in, uh, you know, ninth grade or whatever it was, you know, played JV for two years, played varsity for two years, and um, then went to college and like almost, like the game almost kind of disappeared um, a little bit other than just during the summers when I came home and worked at the, at the golf course doing maintenance, you know, cutting cups, mowing greens, whatever the hell I did. So um, it's kind of like my background in golf and, and then, uh, you know, kind of years passed and I, you know, kind of came and went a little bit, played a little bit, didn't take it very seriously. And then as uh, uh, life kind of brought us back to Indianapolis area, um, started playing more, you know, started getting together with my family and playing more golf and, uh, where I probably what would you say, what would you say? What age you actually like, okay, I'm going to get back and play golf. Well, so I, I peaked probably when I was 21, 22 years old, you know, while I was working at those clubs and I probably got down to like a, I would say maybe like a two or a one type handicap and, um, and then just kind of really got like took it off almost like in my twenties. And finally kind of came back, you know, to Indianapolis here in my 30s and started kind of dabbling into it a little bit. And then um, uh, I think what kind of made the turn for me is just uh, my brother-in-laws and really trying to getting to know them and playing more golf with them, whether that be in the summers or it be, you know, on vacations and trips, you know, kind of family vacations and trips that we were, I kind of started taking it more seriously. And then you know, just got guys at work and things like that. And then really over the last, uh, you know, three years being at the club and, and stuff, it's, it's been a lot more fun to get back into kind of competitive play and things like that. So kind of the long and the short of it is, is that, you know, I've been playing from a young age and uh, 41 years old now, you know, so 35 years later, I'm, I feel like I'm, uh, I've got a fun game. I enjoy the game. Um, I like going out and being competitive and, and hitting some, good drives and some good putts and hitting some good shots and then being able to, you know, uh, I guess have some of that camaraderie, you know, week to week with the guys at the club as well. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of my story in a nutshell. I know you started golf at a later age. So why don't you tell the, the folks a little bit about that? It is, it is almost like stumbling into the game, which I wish I was stumbled in a lot younger age. I, 
played all the other sports growing up and literally just didn't get exposed to golf. I grew up in southern Indiana. Newburgh, outside of Evansville, Indiana, little town, and I just I played soccer and basketball and baseball. <clears throat> and I mean, I would swing a golf club here and there, and I was like, I, I like this, but there wasn't really a lot of opportunity to just get into it. Or even at that time, it just, you know, from junior high, high school, there wasn't interest. Right. Or it was looked at a lot differently than it oh, is now. Oh, for sure. I, I guarantee that. Yeah. But it, but, I didn't knock anybody at that time, but I just, there was not the hype or anything. So, you know, I went through high school. Literally, I did not play a round of golf, a real round of golf, until I was in college. I just tried it out. Um, and got out of college, and I started dabbling a little bit um, here and there, but just nothing big. I mean, I just, maybe once, twice a year. Then I moved to St. Louis when I was 23, and I started looking at it a little bit more, and then I actually started playing like more than 10 rounds when I was 26, mm-hmm. 26 years old, and um, I actually caught the buck. I was like, okay, look, this is... I got this. This is, <laughs> this is incredible. I mean, like once you start like, oh, wow, I hit that shot, and... I have a potential to get better. I just have a drive that I want to... It kind of carries over. You started hitting that one shot that you're like, ooh, if I could replicate that. But it kind of like... (laughs) It it, it kind of coincided with what I was doing with business and starting a business. I was like, look, I want to get better at this. Just like I want to get better at business. And I decided to join um, a country club in... It's actually in O'Fallon, Missouri, which is a suburb of St. Louis. It was called Winghaven. It was a... Jack Nicholas signature design course, and I have to thank a guy that, you know, got me to join because I w- I wouldn't have done it, but he convinced me to do it. It was just a colleague that I work with, and he said like, look, you should do it. There's no, you know, it was when the economy was kind of down, mm-hmm. you know, like two thousand eight, yeah, a little bit around it. So they were just wanting people to come and join. This is a great golf course, so I got in for nothing. The the dues were were cheap. And that's really where I learned the game. I really picked it up at 26, 27. And I started out as 18, 19 handicap. Mm-hmm. And I said, look, there's no chance I'm staying at this. Zero. <laughs> so fast forward um, to when I moved back to Indianapolis let's uh, two and a half years ago. So I was at the club at Winghaven in, in O'Fallon, Missouri for six years so I left there as a four handicap and I in 2015 and was in the club championship my final year uh, in the championship flight and actually competed and placed fourth so I worked my butt off to get better and it was just the best experience of any sport I mean I played soccer for 20 years yeah and it doesn't compare to this game this game is it, and I used to call it like a game, and it wasn't really a sport. But it's it is a full on sport game. I, I absolutely yeah. love it. I'm all in. It's awesome. Uh, you know, I, I think what's really cool, John, about you know, um, you know, starting the game later in life versus starting the game in an early age. One of the cool things about golf is that uh, I think anybody can catch the bug. And and to me, why 
we want to record what we're talking about, you know, week to week about golf is so that we can kind of give a couple different perspectives, you know, on like helping grow the game. I mean, one of those things that I've thought about as it relates to golf and, you know, uh, you know, even at a younger age, you know, like what could I get a career in golf? Could I do some things in golf? You know, it's that, uh, there, there, there's a serious fear. I mean, one of the, obviously the greatest things about golf right now is Tiger Woods, right? I mean, he's helped build golf to what it is to, as we all know it today. But at the same time, we all have to figure out a way to sustain things. And if, if through one little snippet of this podcast, however episodes, maybe this lasts, you know, we can help grow the game, build the game, give somebody some type of motivation, right? Like, I had then, no, I, then I think th- that's... You're, but you're, you're hitting on a point that, that makes a lot of sense because I had no real entryway to it. It was, it was a little difficult to, like, to get into it, but my interest, I loved it so much that yeah. I just drove myself to do it. Look, you find the people that have interest to it, and almost anybody out there that has a love for the game... For, for golf and actually has interest in it, they're helpful. I mean, Absolutely. most people, 90% of the guys, they're it, helpful. I mean, you're going to have 10% of your dickheads out there, <laughs> they're going to be there. Yeah. But 90% of the guys are wanting to help and to bring on. But let's go through some, some ground rules first. Look, first thing I'm going to tell, if anybody like wants to get in the game and just like they're listening, and most people probably that you know, know golf or just you can tune out, but keep up. It doesn't matter how many shots you hit, to get in that hole or how bad you are, just keep up. Yep, keep that's up with the group. Yep. That's, that's the first thing. Absolutely. The second is just watch the etiquette of the other guys. Just try to pay attention. Yeah, and, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Be like, hey, why did you do that? Um, where should I stand? What's the best way to do this? Uh, don't, don't be worry, embarrassed. Nobody, don't, nobody, and, nobody will ridicule you for asking those questions. And don't worry about if you suck. Absolutely not. People Absolutely not. So, I, 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 John, I think like – that's, that's really going to be the fun part about what we'll talk about is, you know, helping people uh, play the game, talk about the game. We will, we will touch on through this. Yes, we're going to touch about on professional golf because it's exciting, right? I, I just touched on Tiger. I think it's going to be fun. But we're also going to touch on things that relate to the regular golfers, you know, like what's your favorite ball retriever that you use? Joking. But, you know, like what shoes – I don't care, you know, what shoes do you prefer wearing? What kind of ball do you play? Those kind of things that really relate to you. You know, what um, we, we'll talk maybe a little bit about equipment. Maybe we'll talk about training aids, you know, using coaches, things like that. You know, we'll talk about other YouTubers, maybe other podcasters, you know, some of the advice that they're given, those kind of things. Those are going to be the kind of, yeah, Golfholics, shout out. We, th- we, we love what you're doing on YouTube. But um, I think that'll be the fun part about this is trying to make it real. But here's... I want to just keep on, go, just bring it back, say, okay, so two and a half years ago, I moved back to India, because that's where I'm from, and I wanted to get back, and, and business helped enable that, um, and I actually searched this place, uh, Chatham Hills, which was being constructed at the time, and the course was just getting finished, and I was like, this could be really good for my family, and I, I really love golf, and you know, I want to put something on, actually build a house on the golf course, and it's been great, um, and actually make it a more active part of my life, but then um, joined it, then it's actually been a little, the golf has been great, but it's been a little bumpy, I think, Barry agrees, like, we've had this course, it's been, like, maturing, we don't even have 
clubhouse it's actually going to be done in about a month and that's after three yeah. years after we both joined <laughs> right so you know it's 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 been it's been, a, it's been a i mean it's been an adventure it's been an adventure it's been that's awesome we're not complaining no but here i mean this this uh experience has been super cool but i think let's i think we should intro on how we got together i think it was when we played golf together yeah yeah we i mean we had a mutual uh connection here at the club we played ended up playing golf together and um i i'm, I'm not sure who won that day um but uh that's, that's no we i touch we touch i touched on uh we we obviously have uh backgrounds and the thing we hey our regular jobs are both in uh real estate um uh, john's john's a money guy i'm a marketing guy and um those common bonds and the, and the the way our games play that's that's what got us together and then the fact that our games are kind of erratically shitty but they can be very good yeah so we, we like john's just... a, john's a, a very solid ball striker hits the hits it pretty damn straight but he's an absolutely awful putter um it but when he does get the putter going rare very rare but when he does get it going he's he's scary good it's a three six nine though game. Yeah, well, and we'll we'll, we'll have to do that in another episode. Um, and then me off the tee, I am as probably inconsistent and erratic as anybody. But I I'm my putting is a very is a strength of my game, so I save shots around the green. Um, I'm he, I'm a decent wedge player, I suppose as well. Mark I don't is, know, but Mark is an all around natural, not natural golfer, but he's. Develop from a young age, so he's got a yeah. good swing. He's got good fundamentals. I'm more like you put you put it together, swing, and you made it kind of work. Like that's it's it, not that pretty, but it gets the job. done. It gets the job done. John gets a lot of pars. It's kind of frustrating to watch. Um, but here's my first real memory of when we when you and I met. <laughs> it was on a, a golf hole that actually sold me on this entire development to live here and and join this club is on number 12 and we were playing there uh, on number 12 and I sunk a birdie which is a very difficult golf hole it's a dog yeah. leg left around water around a huge pond side. yeah it's a it's a so I, I sunk the birdie and I just kind of I kind of gave Mark a little bit of the eye I gave him a stare after I hit the shot and he just he just laughed because he knows like that was just it's just gaming that's just fun he just knew right there. It's like, okay, we're going to have some fun here. <laughs> and I, I think what then later on that summer, this is like the first, maybe it was even that fall, it was the, the first initial, you know, month we played. I remember um, we were on the uh, the fifth hole out here, and John had, uh, it's a par, it's par five, kind of a shorter par five, but he, so he was just short of the green a little bit, so he had kind of a longer pitch shot off the front. And he happens to uh, basically blade a wedge. I, I'm, I mean, it might have been better, but I'm gonna say blade a wedge, and it and it and it, it it hits the pin and it stops at like a like an inch away or whatever, you know? and and I casually just go, you know, said something to the degree of, well, the pin helped you, <laughs> and and I think the fact that we've just had this kind of banter and this uh, you know giving each you know jabbing each other, that's really about like you know to me it's yeah, that's amateur golf, that's the fun stuff that. Those are the things that entertain us about professional golf when you hear those side stories about, you know, Phil and Tiger having, you know, back and forth or any of these guys having back and forth. And, uh, well, yeah, if you even go back, I mean, shoot, Palmer Nicholas, 
you know, these guys jabbing each other back in the day. That's to what me, it's that's, about. That's, what it's about. that's what it's about. It's having a good time, going and enjoying yourself. It is a game. It's fun. And, hey, we're going to continue to ramble about this stuff. This is the intro to hopefully you get a little, a little bit of a, a – to learn a little bit about John and Mark um, a little bit so that you've got some context behind um, hopefully that you can relate to. But, you know, yeah, because yeah, we're, think, we're fairly normal guys for the most part. We get it though. There's a lot of golfers yeah. out there that don't belong to a club. But yeah, we get that, that get to play that only they play range golf and stuff like that. But hey, we're gonna share our stories and hopefully over time as these episodes build, um, we can help answer your questions from our perspective. And we'd love to get insight from anybody who's listening on uh, you know, what's it like to play golf in wherever you're from or how often are you able to get out? And you know, we can have those but, kind of discussions. But, Mark, but we'll get there. Had a good point. We'll get there. We're not gonna we're not like what we didn't paint our picture perfect of how we came into golf. That's just how we feel about it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we want like other people to feel. We love the game. Yeah. And we enjoy it. Yeah. We, we don't say, hey, our, you know, everything's centered around it, but it is, it's, a, it's a big component of our, of our extracurricular activity as you, especially, no, I think this is a good point we need to talk about. It. Just before we end and before yeah. we end the podcast. It's like, look, Mark has 15 kids. No, he actually has four. And I have <laughs> two. But, you know, it's a time that we can get out for four or five hours. Yeah. Where, where, where do you get four or five hours where you can go yeah. hang out and bullshit and play a game yeah. with your buddies? Well, yeah. you, get that, you, get that, uh, you get that time where you can, um, you know, kind of get that escape. I think, I think any human, and I'm not talking about guys playing golf, but I think any human needs an escape. You know, we all need a hobby. To me, golf is the perfect escape because it gives you that block of time versus, you know, if you, if you bold, you might only get 30 minutes or an hour, or maybe you just exercise, right? You go work out every day and people get that hour or so to go work out. That's great. But what other block of time can you get four to five hours where you truly are kind of like blocking out things and focusing on something and enjoying yourself and working it, you know, on personal challenges. Uh, to me, it's, it's a, it's a great game and, uh, I'll, I'll leave it on at least kind of my final point to this initial, I think what's exciting to me about golf and why I encourage my kids to play. And I love to hear when other kids are playing is that it's really a game for your lifetime. And, and, uh, unlike other sports that, um, you know, I, I've loved play. Hey, I'm an Indiana boy. I'd love playing basketball. I love shooting some, some hoops back in the day. And I think it's always fun to go out and, you know, hit a tennis ball around with my kids or, you know, get out on the soccer field or, hey, I, I coach hockey, you know, for, for one of my kids as well. I mean, I did that for almost 10 years growing up as well. I mean, all those sports are great, but, you know, I've got, I'm getting a lifetime out of the sport of golf. And that's really why um, talking about it week to week, it, you know, I just look forward to that. Yeah, and you know I don't think we need to go into everything in this this first one, but I I hundred percent agree. Like what I think Mark was alluding to is saying, "Hey, uh, and you're notice like a lot of times I'm not going to agree with Mark. I I interrupt a lot, but <laughs> there there is the, the 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 thing with golf that we like so much is like it's humbling. It teaches you a lot. It teaches you like to deal with a lot of bullshit, even just in like every to me it does. Yeah, that's why I like the no, game I agree. so much. You know, but it, I mean, I've got to the point perseverance, with, man, with There's golf and I mean, you know, I, a guy that started golf in his mid twenties is, you know, that's a like 
that you put it, Mark, that's a, you know, we're, we're above average probably uh, in the handicap range, but we're not that great. Yeah. So three handicaps. Yeah. I'm at four, actually. I'm at three point. What are you right now? Three point three point two. Three point two. Whatever. Yeah, Nobody's right. counting. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we going to tie? We're going to tape. But I stamp this. And you know, I, I I actually got I actually helped coach uh, the high the local high school team here in Westfield, Indiana, which has been a, a huge experience for me. So, you know, I think that it's not just about how good you are, but it's what you learn about it, and you know what you can illustrate to the people that are wanting to learn of how like how good the game is and what it can do for everybody long term so with that thank you john for um for john falkenberg i am mark julien and we want to say thank you for listening so where you can find us online will be at Faded Golf on Twitter as well as Faded.Golf on Instagram. Unfortunately, Twitter wouldn't let us put the dot in there. Um, but you can also buy, we have uh, stupid t-shirts you can buy from us already, believe it or not. This is like our first episode, but you can go to Faded.Golf and we will continue to have more swag as we move forward in the future. But uh, we're excited. We appreciate you following us and uh, whether it be iTunes, Google, whatever, we appreciate it. Thanks.